Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Neonic Void. Productions presents All right, sound better? Yeah, you sound amazing. I sound amazing. I don't have to hear my fucking grolly voice. The voice of a thousand potatoes. Don't diss the spuds. Diss the spuds? That's a compliment. The fuck you mean? I am the king of the potato. You all shall bow to my potato-ness. My my spuddiness. Ew. I bow to the deep-fried tastiness. The fuck? Gross. I don't know when depending on how you cook a potato, like um, it really affects how much I like potatoes because steamed red potatoes with garlic seasoning, oh, with Ooh, some yeah. broccoli or carrots. Oh my god! I like it when it's roasted on a skillet with like rosemary and thyme. Fuck me up! Hi, this Ooh. is the Potato Podcast where we talk about potatoes. Hello, my heathens. <laughs> we are talking about potatoes and their greatness. God bless the potato. God bless my ancestors for fight for discovering the fucking potato. Superfood right there. Litness. Litness. Okay. Hi. Welcome to Spookocalypse, where we talk about movies, apparently. In life. In life. <laughs> Lots of life. I am uh when your host uh Zio, and I'm joined today with... Hello, and I am Sir Phillips. Uh, so today, ladies and gents, we are going to be talking about Godzilla versus Kong. Because, yes, that's a horror movie. You know, it's a monster movie, kaiju. It's, it's in the same ballpark. Maybe. Thrilling, it's exciting, and downright scary. Speaking of movies, apparently there's a sequel to The Train to... Busan presents Peninsula. It's a Shutter exclusive now. Starting what? Is this a prequel to the Train to Busan? <gasps> Wait, there's More a third s- Train to Busan movie coming out. So there's their first one. There's the animated one, Soul Station, and then there's another one called 
the uh, Peninsula. I wonder if that's a sequel. Sorry, side note, because ladies and gentlemen, we're going to eventually talk about the Train of Busan movies. Because they're Busan, Busan. I am so terrible. Yeah, those movies are great. Busan, those fucking movies are great. I've seen the live action ones. I haven't seen the animated one. I didn't know there was an animated one. Yep, it's on Shudder. This is a standalone sequel. So this is a sequel called Peninsula. And it's on both of them on Shudder. What? I don't have Shudder anymore. I know, but I do. So I told you, I let you use it. Litness. I told you, I let you use it because I let shit. I let um, I let uh Cordelia, and I even let um, Seraphine. No, I think I let Seraphine use it because she doesn't like horror films. <laughs> but I've let Cordelia use it. So no, you, boy, I got you. I got you. I always, I will always have Shutter. I haven't watched Shutter in like over a month and a half, but. I will still pay it just to support my my favorite fucking genre film. Anyway, so back to Godzilla. Instead of talking about future episodes with Trina Busan, Masterpiece South Korea, keep making those zombie movies. You're so they're so good. We live for them. Hashtag stay alive on Netflix is a fucking masterpiece. Period. Wait, what? There's a, another zombie movie called Hashtag Stay Alive. It's a South Korean zombie film. Another one. But it's like really good. It's really oh, good. I gotta watch it now. Hell yeah. We're gonna, at this rate, we could literally make a whole month of South Korean zombie films. There's that many out there. Um, anyway. Oh, they put Kingsglaive on Netflix. Kingsglaive? Yeah, it's Final that- Fantasy. It's it's a Final Fantasy animated movie. It's, <gasps> it's like... Uh, I guess it's like a side story for Final Fantasy 15. Like it it shows like what happened before the story. Cuz like oh, I, I haven't played Final Fantasy 15 and I want to, but I hear it's like really fucking long. <laughs> just a goddamn movie. I've heard about just, this movie. I just never I just never got around to see it. So to hear that's on Netflix. Fuck yes. Hell like, yeah. Oh, I watched it. I've watched it and it's good. Like fuck yeah, it's so good. I love it. Wait, I have a PC now. I can play Final Fantasy 15. The fuck am I doing with my life? How much are you? <laughs> I want it. I play 14 online all the time. Well, actually, no, I don't. That's a lie. I have it. I just haven't played it in like a month. I've been wanting to play Final Fantasy 15 because it's just so good. Final Fantasy is just so good. Yeah. Don't I've... play. Go on. Uh, I've seen pretty much like I've seen all of those animated Final Fantasy movies. I've seen uh, Final Fantasy Two: Spirits Within. I've seen Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, God, what, which one was that one called? Final Fantasy. Well, Final Fantasy Seven. You know the the one the the Advent the Children. Where, Advent Children. Yes. Yes. Final Fantasy Two was my favorite. Final Fantasy 2, the game? No, uh, well, I have not played any of the games. So You have never played a Final Fantasy game? I've been wanting to play one of the Final Fantasy games, but like, um, depending on which one, they just never really appealed to me. Like, I, wa- I watched the movies. I watched, you know, 2, 7, and now 15. But like, the g- 15 was actually the first one that actually that appealed to me. So, like, I want to play it, but I recently got rid of my PS4, so I can't play it right now. 
which is a crystal spirit. Spirit within was garbage. Unlimited Advent Children, The Last Order. I love Spirit Within. Spirit Within was fucking garbage in a snores fest. It had nothing to do with Final Fantasy. It's only Final Fantasy literally in the fucking name. And that's literally it. I fell asleep on three separate occasions trying to watch that movie. I just like the whole like futuristic appeal to it. So bad. <laughs> but Final Fantasy 7 was, I was like more or less meh about it. But then, Advent Children was lit. Yeah, I liked uh, Final the I liked King's Glaive a lot better. And that I right. yeah, I have not seen King's Glaive. That's on my list. So now since it's on Netflix, I know what I can watch. Yeah, it's like it has a really nice. It has that perfect blend of magic and technology. Surprisingly, so There's... yeah, you gotta watch it. Oh yeah. But we have been talking about random shit <laughs> when we should be talking about Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. All right. You filthy heathens. We're going to be talking about our Lord and Savior Godzilla as he dukes it out with a giant monkey. Giant monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. For all of you PC principals out there. All right. We know that Kong is a gorilla, therefore he is an ape. But we team Godzilla in this house. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. Boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, You're... after the movie though, I was kind of like, you know what? King Kong kind of lit. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean Godzilla, Godzilla still bay though. Uh-huh. No, see, I I still love Godzilla even though like this movie, uh, we're I'm just going to say it right now, this movie portrayed Godzilla as the bad guy, which isn't the first time Godzilla has been portrayed as the bad guy. If you watch like the and like any of the movies from 1984 onward, and then also the original like first few Godzilla films, he was a bad guy. He yeah. was a giant monster that went on rampage, who would rampage through Tokyo, you know, destroy shit, occasionally fight another kaiju. Yeah, win or in some cases lose, and you know the end. Well, this movie was like definitely like oh my god, this it's like they took a step back into his rampage days because yeah. So from right from the start, Godzilla like pops up out of the ocean, and what does he fucking attack? Like of all places in the world, like usually like. Usually, like in these movies, like especially in the American movies, Godzilla has attacked one of the one of those like really more like well known cities like Tokyo, Hawaii, uh, Tokyo, Honolulu. Um, well, he didn't attack Tokyo in this in this franchise. No, he has not. No, of all the places, he never he hasn't attacked. He hasn't attacked Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> they probably should do that for old time's sake. Well, so he's attacked Honolulu when he fought the Muto, San Francisco. He mm-hmm. He's attacked. Uh, he showed up in Boston of all places, and then now he's, and then in this movie later when he fights Kong for reals, he fights him in Hong Kong. But at the start of this movie, he pops up 
in Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, attacking an Apex facility. Yeah, so in this movie, like right off the bat, we are we all can like guess Apex is a bad guy because so far Legendary has done a good job of doing a lot of world building and a lot of like character development for Godzilla and especially after Godzilla versus uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. I keep wanting to call it Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. I mean, that's pretty much what that movie was. But, uh, you know, we all know that Godzilla doesn't just randomly attack, uh, like, cities. Yeah. You know, he doesn't come on land unless there is a kaiju that he feels threatened by. Or, like, he views them as, like, a, uh, like a rival. So, like, this, you know, it's already established that Godzilla is an alpha, is an alpha predator, and any other monster that pops up that is also considered an alpha, he will straight up, like, attack him. He would step up. He posts up, like, what's good? Yeah, like, what's good? (laughs) Taking up my spot, bitch? I think the fuck not. You're gonna show me up in front of all of my dudes over here. Let's go. Let's go. I'm fucking, I'm fuck you up. Right. And there's no other monsters backing him up. Yeah. Just he's, him. he's always like, yeah, of course he does everything. Like he's, t- he, he's a total loner, like a lone wolf type. Where's the, like, monster. where's my girl Mothra? Where's my bad like, bitch at? They, they even said that they found another egg. They like, did. Where is, where, where my girl? Like it's been, it's been five fucking queen. years. Where my, where my bitch at? I think like she's probably not gonna pop up until like maybe not until like the next movie, which is probably oh, my boy. It's he's probably gonna be like a destroy all monsters type movie, but I feel like there needs to be a filler movie in between this movie and that movie, just to kind of like set up like oh all these monsters are showing up and bring back the aliens, space monsters. I'm talking space monsters. I'm talking like an invasion force that uses kaiju as weapons. <coughs> Pacific Rim crossover. <laughs> it's a little late for that. They True. already, they've already talked about that. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Probably not, if at all. <laughs> I mean, but like, I just ooh. want my girl Mothra. Like, that's all I want. That's all we I want, want. The queen. I don't know why the mo- I mean, bring in Space Godzilla. Like, it's really honestly, that's really all they can do. Really, <laughs> is I, Space Godzilla. I mean, if the, I feel like this. This fran- the legendary franchise is like a direct like reincarnation of the Showa era of Godzilla films, which are the films from 1954 to 1975. Yeah. So, and so far they've pretty much like followed a similar like they followed a similar premise when it comes to their movies. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean Godzilla. Gareth Edwards Godzilla was um, more or less its own thing. I mean, they kept with the whole like, oh, the first time we saw him was in 1954, but we blast the shit out of him with a atomic weapon, but yeah. that did nothing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that no, didn't do shit. shit. And yeah. then the Mutos pop up, and Godzilla fights the Mutos, and um, that was like really the only difference. The only thing that sets this this franchise apart from the Showa era, because like 
like the mutos are a completely new monster They're, yeah that's like all legendaries and legendary of course does make other more original monsters and king of the monsters but they were just side pieces they didn't really like do anything yeah um and yeah this, but th this movie is very straightforward there's no like the only deep lore we ever really get is that King Kong and Godzilla are both uh, alpha titans and that their ancestors probably fought, duked it out. And they have a long rivalry that go, that spans back before they were even born. So because they're two, they're, they're two top dogs in the world. So, yeah. And there, there's something that about this movie that was confusing to me because um, I don't even think we're gonna, you know, if think for this episode, I don't even think we're gonna be like talking like about the plot so much as more of like just going back and forth between different different parts of the yeah the movie. So like uh later in the film, uh so they wanted Kong to help them. Monarch wanted Kong to help them get into the hollow earth which is like this yes. huge cavern uh like it's this huge area close to the core of the planet uh it's like basically like a huge pocket of sp of of space there's plant life and there's kaiju down there yeah um and the thing is is that when Monarch originally tried to get into it, into the Hollow Earth. They had, you know, they found many, like, they found ways to access it. But when they tried, um, they experienced what they called a sudden gravity reversal, which is basically like once they got into the pocket, suddenly like gravity reversed. And instead of falling down towards the core, they started falling in the opposite direction. So, um, Best became all kinds of wonky. Yeah, it became all kinds of weird. And yeah. so they weren't prepared for it, and their team died, and they haven't attempted it since. And they thought, yeah. okay, well, maybe if we had Kong with us, we could somehow like figure out where to go. Because there's yeah. they say that Kong, his um species of kaiju, titan, whatever you want to call him, came from the hollow earth. So they're like they're pretty sure he can lead them. He can lead us down there. Lead us, and uh, so the thing is, is that the reason why they decided to attempt to go into the Hollow Earth this time around was because Apex. I'm just going to put it out there. Apex was experimenting with kaiju. Yeah. More importantly, they were experimenting with the remains of King Ghidorah, and yeah. from that they were able to build. A uh, reoccurring favorite, Mecha Godzilla. Well, we didn't find out exactly what they were building till later, but yeah, yeah. Mecha Godzilla. But if you are a true G fan and you saw the original trailers for this movie, you immediately notice that it's it's Mecha Godzilla. You can see him, like even though like there's a quick, there's like it's just like a quick little glimpse of him. It, we we all can, everyone called it. It's Mecha Godzilla, and we're confirming oh, yeah. it here and now. If you haven't seen the movie, we're confirming it here and now. Mecha Godzilla is 
in this movie and he does fight Godzilla and King Kong at the very end of the movie. Um, he's kind of, yeah. he's, he's kind of a badass. He really, fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. Like kind this movie, it was, it was pretty damn cool because like, you know, in the other movies, uh, like, you know, in the original, like Showa, Heisei and millennium movies, like when they made Mecha Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla was very stiff. He wasn't very mobile. He was very like, oh, he would just shoot missiles and lasers, and then Godzilla would yeah. shoot him back, and it was a back and forth thing. And then Godzilla wins, right? I mean, that uh, the third version of Mecha Godzilla, which was, uh, they uh, they gave him a different name. He was called Kiryu or Kiyu, depending on like, you look at the spelling. It's like K I R Y U. Okay. So in English, we would probably pronounce it as Kiryu, like or Kiryu. Yeah. So, but Kiryu was like probably the most badass version until this guy came. Until like Legendary was like, no, nah, we can do better. And they did. And they did. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Apex, they they built Mechagodzilla because they. It's one of those instances where their their reasonings and justifications for why they were doing what they're doing was, you know. Well, I mean, the reason good. wasn't. I mean, the reason was they believed humans deserved to be the top on dog, top. on top, be the be the apex predator. So they decided to try to use the remains of uh, Ghidorah to make Mechagodzilla to be able to. Uh, a human has a human pilots it with like this VR like mind control where it's a, a psionic can... it's a psionic uplink because yeah. in Ghidorah, um, each of the individual heads they would communicate with each other telepathically, so it wasn't like oh, just because like they shared a body, they could communicate just emphatically like that. It, no, they would like just send their thoughts directly to each other. For, uh, telepathically yeah. so apex was like well, okay well let's take their skulls put one in mechagodzilla and use the other one as like the human interface right and they and remotely then, would pilot yeah mechagodzilla yeah that doesn't work out but they used two out of the three heads so where did the third head go um as i recall those eco terrorists had that's right the other head that's they right. found the other head, and I just—I'm just putting it out here right now. I think there's still—I, or at least I really hope that that they're going to be leading up to that. You know, like that is still going to be an issue for a later yeah. film. Oh, with the third head, yeah, yeah, with the third head, because you know they found the other. Um, they got the other two from. I'm I, I'm guessing they got the other two from his carcass in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, we don't know. It's just speculation at this point. I really hope they do something with it. Uh, I'm sure they will. It's, it's Ghidorah. Yeah, Ghidorah. Yeah. Next to was pro- Ghidorah was probably like the most popular monster besides Mothra and Rodan, because like ever since he debuted in his original film Ghidorah, the three headed monster, uh. He has been a he has recurred like multiple times throughout the Showa series because like he would come back like 
he came back and freaking, you know, not just Godzilla versus Monster Zero, but uh, he showed up in. Oh, fuck, I'm having a brain fart. Um, <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought. He shows up in Godzilla versus Gigan for crying out loud. He came yeah. out in Godzilla destroy and uh, destroy all monsters as the main bad dude uh as a main as a main bad monster um most of the times when Ghidorah shows up he's usually like under the control of an alien race at least in the show series he was never like a free agent yeah and uh i am trying to remember there i know there was another movie he came out in Appearances. Well, the point uh, is, yeah, King Ghidorah, Ghidorah is a fucking badass. He's been around quite some time. So the fact that they tease as third head went to a bunch of ego terrorists. I mean, I'm sure Legendary planted that for a reason. That the ego terrorists in some future movie is going to somehow use that third head for some bullshit or use it to get the other two heads and then do something with it and try to make a kaiju or some shit. I don't think they're going to be able to do that, though, because the one in... Okay, well, spoilers, but Mechagodzilla does lose and he gets destroyed. Like, his, his fucking head gets ripped off by King Kong. So I'm pretty sure that... Well, actually, no. They might be able to salvage the other two heads. I'm sure they'll be able to salvage it. Do you think Monarch is just going to leave it sitting there? Oh, hell no. I'm so I'm sure the eco terrorists are going to somehow sneak in to hit the other two heads, and then they're going to come up with some way, or, they're gonna be, or there's going to be some rich man that's been funding it, and they're going to try to make, a kaiju, uh, make some monster or some kaiju to try and back their deeds of... Um, saving the world, <laughs> saving nature, bringing things back to the way they should be type of bullshit. Yeah, well, like, I'm pretty sure they're not going to do this, but one of the ways I think that they're going to use Ghidorah's, uh, the severed head they got from Mexico, was um, they were either going to, like, experiment with that head to create Destroya, because I know a lot of people want to see Destroya again. For those of you who don't know, Destroya is probably the is probably the most dangerous monster Godzilla has ever fought because Destroya, uh, just a quick background, was a monster that was created from these microorganisms that were exposed to the oxygen destroyer that killed the very first Godzilla from the original Godzilla movie. And as a result, destroya uh like these microorganisms fused together mutated and grew into these giant crustacean looking critters that killed people and they can actually like they actually had the power of oxygen destroyer so like they could shoot these beams of energy that were it was basically just a beam of oxygen destroyer and it was very it was a very devastating attack that could really hurt Godzilla. So So you um, think that they could use the uh sever the third head to make destroyer? I'm thinking I mean it's possible. 
they That'd could probably do that. That'd be interesting. Um, because they already introduced the oxygen destroyer and King and King of the Monsters, so they did. They that's, did. It's not far fetched. But another thing that I was thinking, like, what if? Now hear me out. What if they took Godzilla's cells? Because in the original and like the Japanese movies, at least in the uh, uh, the uh, Heisei series from like the from the eighties and the nineties, mm-hmm. scientists in those movies have used Godzilla's cells multiple times to try to like either make a count like a weapon or they accidentally created another monster like Godzilla that would be a threat to Godzilla like uh in Godzilla versus Biollante Biollante was a fucking clone of Godzilla that and she was created from the DNA of a rose and uh and a person. So it was a human plant Godzilla hybrid or chimera or whatever you want to call it. And Biolante beat Godzilla second round. Because mm. I guess like Interesting. so what I was thinking is probably like they could probably do something with another version of King Ghidorah called Death Ghidorah. Like, like Google Death Ghidorah or Death Ghidorah because, like, in Japanese, it's he's called Death Ghidorah, D E S, and then Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. But in, but Death is the Japanese word for um, death. So okay, he's basically edgy Ghidorah. Uh huh. He's like, yeah. The major difference between him and Ghidorah is that like he has four legs. He's a quadruped, you know. But he has, but he pretty much has the same design, like. Pretty much the same design, but he's all black, and he looks more of like that. He looks more demonic and more like traditional dragon, like more of a traditional dragon. Oh, okay. but with three heads. Yeah, that's. I mean, they would have if they get the if they end up getting all three heads. I could see that one. Well, they don't even need head. to get three all three heads because Ghidorah can regenerate. So oh, if oh. they. So if they could like figure out a way to like reanimate that head, it could easily regenerate into the full thing. So like what if they were to take Godzilla's cells and use it as a catalyst to activate Ghidorah's cells and cuz like uh, Godzilla as it was I mean they pretty much highlighted it in this movie in Godzilla versus Kong um Godzilla was basically the source for like like somehow he's connected to this energy source that could be found in the hollow earth. Like they say it's like it comes from the core, but I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure it comes from something else that has something to do with Godzilla because uh so when they get Kong, they managed to get Kong into hollow earth yeah. And Kong leads them into this big like chamber and they they say they hint that this is got this is King Kong's home right and there it's there that King Kong finds uh that axe um, so yeah. you know this part was a little confusing for me because they made it sound like that Kong's people built this like I don't know it looked like this giant chamber it was a giant giant chamber and 
I, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a meeting place or a home or whatever it was, but like there was a power source. They hint that it was probably like I they, I don't know exactly what it was, but they say the energy signature was identical to Godzilla's energy signature. And anyway, so that's the main reason why they wanted Kong to lead them down there was so that way they can gain access to it because spoiler alert. Uh, well, I don't know why I keep saying that. Like this whole, <laughs> all we ever do is spoilers. That's all we ever do. Yeah, exactly. It It's just all spoilers, but Okay, so full disclosure, uh, Mecha Godzilla wasn't fully operational. Like they, you know, they reveal Mecha Godzilla about halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Mecha Godzilla is, is that he can't really be he can't operate for very long. His power source is not strong enough, and they need whatever's at the center of the whatever is at the core in Hollow Earth. Uh, to in order to get the in order to get Mechagodzilla up and running, yeah. but like when they get there, you know, Kong finds his axe, which is basically a giant bone with one of Godzilla's spines sticking out of it, mm-hmm. or a Godzilla's spine sticking out. Yeah, of it. one of his ancestors or some one, someone of one of his species, and um, you know. <laughs> He sits on this throne, and I'm just like, okay, that's a little cheesy. Right there, because like there was like a seat that Kong yeah. sat on, and it kind of looked like, oh, he's like, oh, wow, okay, that's kind of cheesy. Really sell- selling the whole King Kong. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like, uh, so, so the thing about the power source that's in, I guess, Kong's new home, uh, ancestral home, is that it's, um, it's connected to Godzilla in some way. Either Godzilla's power comes from it or vice versa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so his axe being uh, one of Godzilla's spines starts glowing. Yeah. And Kong like notices there's a depression in the ground that's in the shape of his axe. Uh, of his axe. I almost said ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so he puts his, he puts the ax into the depression and, uh, the symbols in the ground start lighting up and, uh, you know, the camera pans out and it looks like a, it's a, it's a rough symbol of Godzilla. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so here's what I'm confused about. Okay. Is like, um, so was Kong's species, the ones that created this power source and this whole like I don't think they created the power source nor the chamber even because they I mean they made it seem like they came from the center of the earth so Mm -hmm. I just feel like they just took that chamber that was already there and they just did stuff to it now as far as the power source goes I think the power source from what I interpreted that uh, Godzilla, his ancestors somehow either one of two things. One of my theories is that the power source that Kong got his uh, his axe powered 
is maybe there are bun- maybe there are corpses of Godzilla's ancestors in the ground in that uh-huh. chamber, or uh, somehow the Earth's core and this hollow Earth, this power source is what got is what Godzilla's species somehow absorbs and uses it in the same manner. It, I guess you could say, it influenced their yeah their evolution. Yeah, I would so, I would I would kind of go more with that theory that it kind of influenced their evolution to how why they use the type of energy they use. My other, of course, the other theory is that in those in that ground, there's a bunch of the corpses <laughs> that somehow just still radiates that energy for some reason. But well, I kind of go with the whole evolution idea. Yeah, well, whatever the case is, when Kong puts his axe in the depression and everything starts lighting up, somehow Godzilla feels it. Because Godzilla shows up in Hong Kong because that's where Mechagodzilla is, and he was going straight for Mechagodzilla. And yeah. it, you know, he like reacts to it and he starts shooting his freaking uh his his freaking atomic beam. He shoots his atomic breath right straight down into the ground. And like, you know what? Like, I never thought that his atomic breath, at least in the legendaries version, was that was I never thought of it as that powerful. Boy. Because, but boy, he shoots it straight into the ground, and the fucking beam shoots all the way down into the hollow earth directly at Kong. They're like, What the fuck is that? Delva breath. What? What? Like, you know, uh, damn Godzilla, you must really hate Kong. Shit. For real, though. But like, I'm still stuck on the whole, like, you know, like, it's hard for me to believe that this, that Godzilla's atomic breath is that powerful because. It's kind of it's it's kind of Gareth Edwards' fault because you know you go you watch Gareth Edwards Godzilla and Godzilla uses his atomic breath for the first time and it's just this little weak ass little flamethrower. At least that's what I thought it was. Like honestly, it didn't look that powerful. But my bigger question is when they, when he when they all be blasting their atomic breath beam whatever the fuck up into the atmosphere. What happens to the atmosphere? Wouldn't that blow a hole in the atmosphere? No, I think it just dissipates. Like, um, I think after a certain point, the beam spreads out. It's healthy it for the atmosphere. So, yeah, it it doesn't really affect the atmosphere. I mean, I think like, I mean, you know, scientists recently like proved the existence of this phenomenon, but uh, whenever light lightning can sometimes shoot up not from the from clouds but from the ground yeah because the ground has electrical charge yeah yeah sometimes it can shoot up into the atmosphere and they actually caught like they actually caught a picture of this happening and like the you could see there's a point where the lightning when it's shooting up into the atmosphere it's spreading out and dissipating so it so it, I was like, oh, hello. Well, anyway, well, that's what I imagine whenever Godzilla fires his atomic breath up into the atmosphere. I mean, it has an incredible range. I'm not going to lie. But mm-hmm. after a certain point, it just dissipates and loses its energy. So um, interesting. I, mean, I can't say whether or not it's good for the atmosphere or not, but, you know. I would assume it probably would be, but when I first saw it, though, yeah. it's like, I mean, do you it's just, just blow a-, a hole in the atmosphere? The fuck? I mean, he blew a hole straight down into the core, so... Yeah. 
but that's because Godzilla fired like consti- like continuously straight down. So for those who, for those of you who are who are wondering, so does that mean every time he fires his atomic breath, he's like cutting through the earth, like deep into the earth? I don't think so. I think it's just more of like he he was able to achieve that because he was just firing straight down for like I don't know how long, or just because just because Hollywood movie. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Whatever tickles your peach, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. But because Godzilla does it, and now, like, you know, in the future, like, when people are, when someone else is comparing, like, oh, like the different Godzillas from each franchise, like, which Godzilla has the stronger atomic breath? Like, Godzilla Earth technically has the the most powerful atomic breath, but now it seems like Godzilla Legendary has. An atomic breath that's probably on the same, like around the same power scale as, like, at least Shin Godzilla. We don't count Godzilla Earth because that's animated, not live action. True. Well, okay, so okay, at least like Legendary Godzilla is probably as powerful as as Shin Godzilla because we fucking okay. So like Kong climbs through the hole that Godzilla blasted to the core, yeah, and. When he comes out, he and Godzilla are fighting, and as they're fighting, there are moments where Godzilla is shooting his atomic breath, right? Well, when he's t- shooting his atomic breath, his atomic breath is carving through dozens of buildings at a time. And I'm like, okay, so I've only seen that w- happen with one other Godzilla, and that was Shin Godzilla, so I'm just like, his fucking atomic breath is just so OP. Like, goddamn. Yeah. And... I mean, if anyone listens to the Godzilla episode of this podcast, people will know. I fucking love Shin Godzilla. Oh, he's my favorite Godzilla. Well, I mean, Legendary is like my second favorite Godzilla as a whole, but like Shin Godzilla's lit. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I would say he's just as strong as Shin Godzilla, but the Shin Godzilla that we got, not the Shin Godzilla that was planned. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Shin that there, there's a whole episode talking about that and ooh. oh yeah lovecraft would have been shaking in her boots <laughs> oh yeah and then uh, he would be and then he would be like making some racist comments about the fact that godzilla is a japanese creation probably even though there's a japanese horror manga uh, manga artist that like um it's like his one of his biggest fans. Yeah, <laughs> he does Spiral. Um, oh my God! J- oh yeah, uh, Uz- uh, Uzumaki. Is it Uzumaki? No, it's I Uzumaki. Uzumaki. I, I, I know. I think it's Uzumaki because when I first heard of the name of this of that manga, I was like, "Whoa, well, hey, are, this, are do, you, do you mean Naruto Uzumaki or just Uzumaki?" J- uh, it is. Oh shit! Who is it? Oh my God! Uh, Junji, Junji Ito. Okay. He does. Yeah. 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 It's the guy who did Uzumaki, Jayo, Tommy. Yeah. 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 Okay. You're yeah. Right. But yeah. So back on the topic of Godzilla versus Kong. So Godzilla and Kong fight, you know, got Kong is using his ax and does this cheesy thing where he blocks Godzilla's atomic breath and, you know, smacks him on the head with it. Yeah. Uh, like the axe is able to like hurt Godzilla, but really it pisses Godzilla off more than anything. Yeah. And, 
in the end, Godzilla, ladies and gentlemen, is the winner. Which well, nah, honestly, this movie, this movie advertised the whole Godzilla versus Kong thing when Godzilla versus Kong wasn't even the main thing at all. Yeah, it, I mean Godzilla. <laughs> okay, so Godzilla and Kong have like a total of two fights. Like the first fight was when Kong was being transported on the, you know, on the aircraft carrier, and that one, that one. I want to say it was more of a stalemate than anything. Like a lot of people would probably agree it was more of a stalemate, but I feel like Godzilla still won that round because um, for starters, like there was a point where Godzilla drags King Kong down into the depths and Kong can't really survive very long under underwater. Yeah. He nearly drowned Kong. And the only reason why Kong got away was because uh, the military dropped death uh, depth charges, which like, stunned Godzilla long enough for Kong to escape. And yeah, there was that. And then in this battle, when it was just like Godzilla and Kong fighting, technically it's legendary did release a statement saying that this movie was going to have a definite winner when it comes to their two fights, when it comes to these two fighting and it was Godzilla who won. So Godzilla did win. Uh, you know, he like straight up like I think he dislocated Kong's arm in the fight. Or he did some damage to his arm. Uh, either way, he He dislocated he dislo- yeah, he dislocated his arm and yeah. he technically did almost kill him. But then Godzilla got his ass fucking wrecked by Mecha Godzilla and he couldn't beat Mecha Godzilla until Kong came into the picture to help beat him and actually Kong did the killing blow anyway. Yeah. But technically and, speaking, I think King Kong would probably be stronger because I think Mecha Godzilla is stronger than regular Godzilla. I think it's more, it comes down to this. It's not a matter of like King Kong is stronger than Godzilla. It's more of like, uh, so Godzilla couldn't exactly hurt Mecha Godzilla because Mecha Godzilla was built more specifically to fight Godzilla more than anything else. But that so, was but that was the case. King Kong should have been a cakewalk because Godzilla could beat King Kong on his on his own anyway. Well, in that fight, you know, Godzilla and Kong fought Mecha Godzilla together. So even yes, though even though but, King Kong did the deal, uh, dealt the killing blow. I mean, the uh, tables didn't turn until King Kong came into the picture and yeah. did majority of the final blows to chop off his head. Yeah, but I do want to point out that uh, even with the axe, uh, Mechagodzilla was overpowering King Kong, but then Godzilla shot, uh, charged up, then Godzilla charged up the axe with a blast from his atomic breath, because during his fight with Godzilla's fight with King Kong, the axe lost its charge, because I guess when it had its charge, it was dealing more damage. Mm Mm-hmm. But then it lost its charge after Godzilla like knocked the axe away from Kong and yeah, uh, KO'd him. But uh, so Godzilla shot it with uh, his atomic breath, and I guess like that made it stronger. I guess I guess it like heated up and allowed Kong to like deal more damage to Mecha Godzilla, and he was able to cut off his tail, his le- <laughs> his legs, his arms, and then finally his head. So. 
that one that's hard to that battle was is hard to say like who's the definite winner i mean yeah kong dealt the i mean godzilla did beat kong but i think in the long haul if god if king kong has a charged axe as much as i love godzilla i don't think god's i think godzilla would lose to kong i I Mm. think he would lose to kong straight up because Oh, mm, mm, mm. with the charge dags, bitch. Like I said, as much as I love Godzilla, I think King Kong in the long haul would win. I just want to point out that Kong did have a charged axe when he fought Godzilla, but Godzilla still won. So. Won. I'm just saying. Won the battle, not the war. Okay. (laughs) I mean, they both walked. I mean, they both walked off because they're both always going to be constantly at war with each other. I think the reason why Godzilla won, regardless of Kong's charged axe or not, was because I think Godzilla recognized the fact that that axe came from one of his species, and that pissed him off even more. Because when Kong had the axe ready, Godzilla was like, like at the end of the battle, Godzilla was ready to like take on Kong, mm-hmm. And, you know, Kong had the axe still and then like Kong just decided he's just going to put down the axe. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was when he put down the axe that Godzilla was like, that bitch, that's what I thought, bitch. And then he just walked away. So, I mean, it, some people, a, a lot of us could interpret that as like Godzilla just figured that was Kong's way of surrendering. But I think it has something to do with the axe because, you know, Godzilla may not be like kong in terms of intelligence but i think godzilla is pretty smart you know at least smart enough to recognize that this weapon came from one of his like probably like a distant relative or something you know what kong has that godzilla doesn't Hmm. humanity humanity on that side because honestly between a fight between kong and godzilla as we saw humanity was side with kong rather than godzilla because Godzilla uh, is a ruthless, it's a ruthless kaiju, while Kong is more intelligent, can talk with humans, interact with them, seems more human-like. So I think in a long haul, there was a full-out, this movie was literally a full-out battle, minus Mechagodzilla. Take out Mechagodzilla. I think humanity, obviously humanity would side with Kong, and both of them together would beat Godzilla. But well, that's I think probably never going to happen with them going full on out because King Kong, unless, I mean, after fighting Godzilla, he might be able to learn ways to be able to beat him hands down. Obviously, his King Kong's race was strong enough to beat a bunch of the Godzillas because they had all out war. Granted, Kong is the last one, but Godzilla is the last one. You don't see the other one. You don't see any other ones walking around. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, I don't know. I still thought like I still think Godzilla is strong, way stronger. And the reason why humanity turned against Godzilla was the fact that Godzilla just attacked unprovoked. So, but or rather, they didn't the know whole, the reason why Godzilla attacked. But minus the whole Mecha Godzilla scenario, where Godzilla was attacking facilities, Apex. If him and he had to choose between Godzilla and Kong, I think they'd choose Kong. Yeah, I agree. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. You know, but 
uh, I'm just basing this off of like, you know, Godzilla's history, not just in legendary, but outside of legendary pictures. You know, Godzilla has always been this unstoppable force of nature. And let me stop right. Let me stop right there. But we're not talking about Godzilla as a whole. We're just talking about legendary's Godzilla and okay. legendary's Kong. Because well, if you so bring far, in all, because you bring in all the other Godzillas and stuff, Godzilla as a whole as a franchise, yeah, Godzilla's gonna win. There's Shin Godzilla alone that could beat any of the other Godzillas. I mean, that alone right there is like, yeah, Godzilla would win then. But I'm just talking about in the world in the monster verse of legendaries, Godzilla and King Kong well, minus the Toho and all Legend has done a very good job of staying faithful to how Godzilla is like, you know, his, they've done their, they've done their research or at least, you know, Gareth Edwards did his research on how Godzilla was like, and they've been pretty faithful with his overall character and how Godzilla is like in the other, in the original franchise. So, and I'm saying all this as a lover of Godzilla, but I will spill the tea and know and will acknowledge that King Kong may have lost the battle, but I don't think he would lose the war. Personally, hmm. now would not, I don't think they would. I don't think they're gonna. Obviously, they're not gonna do that because it's just speculation amongst two fans here. But I think Godzilla would win the long haul. While God's well, King Kong would win the long haul, while Godzilla would 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 win the battle. That's me personally. Because once you fight King, once you fight Godzilla a few times, I think King Kong would learn, would learn a few things on how to fucking handle a, the big lizard with the atomic breath. But then, of course, if you bring in like Mothra and them, who knows whose size they would choose? Because they're both King Kong and Godzilla are both Alpha Titans. Or kaiju, so yeah. Well, we're just gonna have to wait and see. I mean, if they if they do end up making another like another Godzilla film, I mean, In- I don't know. It all I know is that it's probably gonna take a long. It's gonna be a while before we get another Godzilla film because uh, their license, Legendary's license, just expired. So it expired yeah. in twenty twenty. So. They'll have to make another deal, and I'm sure they're probably in the talks right now. I'm sure, probably, because so far, I mean, you know, they, in terms of money, they haven't really made like they haven't really, uh, they haven't really surpassed their budget just yet in terms of box office uh, earnings. But so far, it's actually it's actually doing really well in the box office, like it's definitely shown that a lot of people definitely, they want to go back to the movies. They miss going to the movies. And I guess Godzilla versus Kong is, was that movie for them? They're just like, yes, this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. Only but, the coming, only the coming weeks will tell. Yeah. What goes down. It's I only, don't, like, I don't, it's only been what, what one week, not even just, a week, a couple of days. I mean, technically it was Yesterday. released over a week. It was okay. So it was released yesterday, but it was released in China over a week ago. So like now that it's been released in the States and probably the rest of the world, uh, I mean, I don't know when 
it's going to be released in other countries, but uh, you know, we still have we still have some time. I'm sure by the end of the weekend, it's going. It'll read it. It'll the numbers the in the reviews. U.S. will double. Will double and shit. Yeah, I'm sure. So, I'm I'm hopeful because I, <laughs> you know, I thought despite like some parts of the like some aspects of this movie that I either was just confused confused by or just didn't really care about i still really like this movie it was really good may have been it, it was only an hour and a half long but i thought it was good yeah not my favorite but it was good here are my issues now i'm gonna dig right into it pacing the pacing was okay like they didn't waste time they didn't give the movie in my opinion a lot of breathing room on certain things no build up. They jump from one scene to the other. They didn't. So I know with Godzilla movies, especially, there's been a lot of people complaining. There's too much, too much human story and not enough action. But I think this movie has too much action, not enough human. They haven't found the middle ground yet, in my opinion. Yeah. They, now, so now they're now this one is too little of them. And I was honestly, I wanted to see what they were doing more. Or not not more, but like a little more. Like, just give us a little more. I want to know a little more about Apex. I want to know what, like, a little more about 30, like I said, 30 minutes. 30 extra minutes. And give, like, hell, give most of that to the humans. Give, like, the humans maybe, like, 20 minutes or so. Like, I want to know more what was going on there, too. But so now this one kind of did the opposite of what normally people... And last few movies complained about the Godzilla films. There's no, there's too much human. Now there's not enough. Yeah, that was that was Gareth Edwards' problem. And then like, I don't know, Godzilla King the Monsters seemed to have like a better like balance of the two. Yeah, because they kind of it kind of coincided. Well, in this one, you're doing a jump cut from one to the other. It's not as seamless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and- I mean, they could have explained, like, okay, well, how did they get King Ghidorah's skull? Like, yeah. how did they, how did they get those? How did they get them? Yeah. yeah, or I don't know. Maybe they could have like done something like what they did in King of the, in King of the Monsters, where um, when they discovered that uh, you know Godzilla's lair, which was in like a, a sunken like Atlantis like city. And there was all these pictographs and you see Godzilla and people worshiping Godzilla. Maybe they could have done something like that with King Kong. Like, yeah, okay, cool. They found King Kong's ancestral home, but there was no discernible markings. There was no, like, like there was nothing that would tell us like, okay, who made it? Was it people or is Kong's species a lot smarter than we give them credit for? Now, with that, it kind of goes back to the uh, Kong Skull Island. Where I mean, did you watch that movie? Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the movie. Uh, I mean, there were people there were people on the island with Kong who probably did all that, but this movie didn't really it didn't really fill us in on what was been going on with Kong from Skull Island to now or to that. Point. Yeah, the Skull Island the, happened back in the like nineteen seventy three. So yeah, the only thing they said about you know, any of the happenings on Skull Island was the Ewes are all dead. Yeah, so yeah. Um, 
sometime between uh i think it was only like in the past i think they said past five years because it was recent it happened recently that maelstrom that storm that surrounds the island suddenly just like closed in on the island and it's basically a hurricane type uh it's a hurricane type storm and it ended up wiping out all the uh of the indigenous people yeah and you know and 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 in godzilla vs kong kong made a bond with this little girl and that little girl is basically she's the last of the iwis yeah and apparently kong had saved her life so um yeah so he's the reason why she's alive and i guess that kind of explains why they have like a bond i mean that explains the bond but it doesn't explain like when do they put the dome over kong on skull island when did they yeah. do that and what how did monarch decide what gave him the idea to decide to do this how did the doctor come into the picture with kong like i said there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of backstory when it came to kong it was just they kind of like stuck in a situation here you go here's all your chess pieces here's all your toys this is like this is the most Godzilla movie. The most Amer the in my opinion, this American Godzilla film is so much like a Japanese Godzilla movie. No build up, no <laughs> you're just thrown into the situation, thrown into the mix. And it's like an, more of an old school Godzilla movie as far as like pacing and style goes cuz you don't really got much that much build up in some of the older ones. You got cool Tokyo, oh my god, Godzilla. Or, oh my god, one of the other monsters. It's yeah. very much that. Now, of course, Toho obviously changed their strategy on storytelling with Godzilla and the monsters as years went on. But this is like old school black and white Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> 60s Godzilla. So this is very much like I saw what they're doing and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I just wanted doing. more story. <laughs> like, I mean, this. Yeah. Just give us a little bit more. We just want a little bit more. I mean, if, you know, if Telescope decides to renew your. You know the license with uh with legendary you know all the better but <laughs> we need more like, like i said if toho do, if toho doesn't and they decided to make the and they make another godzilla boy they better fucking top they fucking better rock that shit because i um because the the last goods of godzilla they had they ended that shit mm. <laughs> how dare y'all in shin godzilla how dare, that was some good shit Man. They they did it because pretty much because of Legendary's Godzilla. It's, yeah. Legendary's Godzilla was not only a lot well, I don't want to say a lot, but it was po- it was more popular and it was also earning more money. Well, Japanese so, films don't do only do well to a certain market outside Japan. Let's be real. Yeah, unfortunately. But, I mean, There's, anime fans are the only ones are hardcore like moviegoers who like watching movies outside of the States are only watching or watching the Japanese films. Otherwise, the common moviegoer is not going to go watch a Japanese movie. Yeah. You know, when I first saw Shin Godzilla, I actually saw it in theaters, um, but it was like it was limited showing. So there was only like yeah. it was only going to be out for like a week in theaters. Yeah. And. uh 
I remember I was there and I was waiting for the movie to start and there was these other people there. There wasn't a lot of people in the theater at that that day I went and there was other people there and they were going to see this movie because they thought it was a part of the legendaries uh, movies. And as they were talking about it, like I kind of chimed in, I chimed in and I was like, actually, this isn't a part, a part of legendaries. This is a part of the original Japanese, the original creators of Godzilla, which is a Japanese studio. And they were all like, what? Wait, Godzilla is a Japanese creation. I'm like, yeah. So like, there's a whole franchise built around Godzilla and it was, you know, all done by Toho scope, a Japanese studio. And they, they, the, the point is, is that they didn't know that Godzilla was created by a Japanese studio. They exactly. Thought, Excuse you, Miss Thing. Get off my computer. Sorry, Shelly. Mm. Go scratch your ass over there. Don't be like doing that on my computer. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of people didn't really know that Sorry. Um, oh, that's coming from outside. There was there's this noise coming. I, I I just started hearing this noise, and it sounded like it was coming from my computer. Fuck. Full of interruptions today. We interrupt this program to to bring you just moderate distractions. Yeah. So not a lot of people know about. Uh, Godzilla's origins unless you're like a diehard like you said like you're a diehard moviegoer or an anime fan yeah I mean or just I, know of Godzilla I know like my mom told me she's because she was the one who got me into Godzilla she used to <laughs> she actually watched all a lot of these movies growing up because you know she was born in 63 and you know she would see these movies when they were released here in the United States They'd re-edit them and dub them or yeah. completely redo them or whatever. Yeah, so, you know, now that I think about it, my mom has pretty much seen all these movies from start to finish. Like, I mean, she was, I mean, when she was born, there wasn't a lot out, but she was too young to understand them. I guess, like, she started watching them when she, like, in the late 60s and early 70s. Mm -hmm. So she saw a lot of them when they came out in theaters here in the U.S., but, which is the total, which is the total opposite of my mother, because she doesn't really like the old Japanese Godzilla movies. She finds them rather boring. Mm -hmm. She hasn't, she doesn't like them at all. And then of course, the legendary. Of course, uh, we. Well, my first, the first Godzilla movie I ever seen was the Godzilla nineteen ninety nine American TriStar film or Zilla. Uh -huh. My mom loved that. She doesn't like the legendary films that much. She liked King Kong, but she didn't like the Godzilla films. And I'm like, why not? They're, fu they're fucking amazing. But yeah, it's uh, two different playing fields. I'm over here just eating this shit up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. If Toho decides, I mean, obviously they're going to eventually take it back. I just don't. Th they're not going to get the money that they get from like Legendary. From the Legendary films, though. Because it's no. such a niche. Unless they come up with some way to maybe come up with like a, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they would do. 
let's team up with like China or something. Because honestly, mm. they wouldn't. Because they, I mean, they could probably get China because everyone really cares about uh, China's box office since the large, since they are the largest moviegoer uh, market in the world. I mean, of course, there's like a billion of them there. Yeah. So they have the large. I mean, they have one of the largest populations on the planet. So of course, films are going to be films are going to consider themselves the bomb if they don't make it big over there. So yeah. Toho. I mean, I well, I mean, Toho wouldn't really appeal much to the West as far as the American and maybe some of the European. But if they can get China. They could still make China money. So I mean, True. they would just I lose. Just, I think they would just lose the American market. And maybe some of the European market, but they would probably, I don't think they would have much trouble getting the Chinese market. I just want to see like the reemergence of like a bunch of Godzilla movies. Like, you know, cause back in the sixties and seventies, that's when like all these movies were coming out. Like, let me see how many, movies, let me go to back to the show era of Godzilla. Let me see one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. There was twenty-two films that were far that were a part of the Showa era continu- uh, continuity, and that's including like these standalone films like Rodan, Veron the Unbelievable, Mothra. Uh, Frankenstein versus Baragon, War of the Gargantuas, like those were a part of the continuity. So I just want to see, I want to see that again, where you know you have these movies coming out left and right, and even though it may not have Godzilla in it, these are monsters that may that could appear or help that could appear later in another movie or could help. Uh, just do more of this world building. Well, you know what I mean? Play devil's advocate. I don't think they could do that anymore to. So, I mean, they do that with Marvel, but yes, but Marvel has movies upon movies in production at all times. Mm-hmm. Well, and even then they only have, even then they only have maybe a couple coming out a year because they're constantly in production. Um, with Toho or Godzilla, I mean Godzilla is way more CGI heavy than like some of the Marvel movies. Uh, so they would have to be constantly in production with movies or stockpile on them, and they don't. And movie theaters won't stockpile because they don't know if it's gonna, if it's a good enough risk to put money into it, thinking if they're gonna get it back or not. And back in those days, it wasn't. I mean, they didn't have any CGI back in yeah. like, the show or whatnot. Godzilla no films was people in costumes and they're making sets out of what? I don't know what materials they're making the sets of, but, but obviously they weren't as complex as they were today with CGI and shit and studios working on the animation and computer oh, yeah, graphics and, re- and shit. They re- they reused a lot of their of yes. they had like a lot of their stock footage they were used a lot for these movies like so they can yeah. pump out like like constantly while these movies take a couple of years so they would have to have like the confidence of a, of Marvel Studios and have con- have movies constantly in production sometimes overlapping with each other and having faith that they're going to make money off of them 
for them to, for there to be a constant flow out of like Godzilla films like they did back in the day. Yeah. I don't think any studio, I don't even think legendary would take a risk on that. Cause I mean, as it is, we saw, we only have four movies in this monster universe and it's been going on since what? 2013, 2014. Yeah. And we only have four movies because of, I mean, I'm a, well, mostly because of those complications with um, Toho and relicensing and, agreements on what can they what they can and cannot do with characters and there's a lot of hands in the pot yeah i mean don't get me wrong i love godzilla but i'm sick and tired of all this like all these issues they're having because i just want more you know more content and i want to see more of this because you know i grew up watching these movies and i love watching them you know i to me Personally, the best Godzilla series was the was the uh, Heisei series. Besides Legendary series, the Legendary series, because those were the movies that came out from the from nineteen eighty four to nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, and I thought those were the best because for starters, it's one continuity. It's not a bunch of like standalone films, right? Yeah. And you know, each movie seamlessly move like flowed into the next so you know i just want like i would love to see like something like that i mean that move that series wasn't very long it was just like seven movies i think hold on uh, space goes a little destroy yeah seven movies yeah so, I don't uh, know. I want more. It's too many hands in the pot. I think Godzilla, Legendary's Godzilla's kind of have the same, has the same thing going on, maybe not as drastic as DC does. Mm-hmm. But this seems like some people, it seems like a Warner Brothers thing. There's too many hands in the pot and they take it forever to do movies. When they, when they're, I mean, obviously it comes down to money where they're like, oh my God, do we really want to do this? Or in the, or in Godzilla's case too, it's like oh god, we gotta do licensing, we gotta do things a certain way, mm-hmm. due to Toho's saying they want things a certain way, or whatever have you. But there seems to be a lot going on, and not a lot of like just doing it. I think a lot of the complications also come from the fact that, like especially with King of the Monsters, you had not only Godzilla, but you had. Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra, who were monsters that were also originally owned by Toho Scope, so they had to like worry about the licensings and what they wanted done with yeah. those monsters. And then it's the same with this movie with King, with Godzilla vs Kong because Mechagodzilla is also another, yeah, <laughs> another Toho. monster. Yeah. Hey, I, I have a question. This just you know, I, do I'm not sure if we talked about this last time. But you, Ready Player One. Yeah. Is that Warner Bros? Um, Ready Player One. Or is it like Warner Bros affiliate? Um, let me see. Ready Player One was Warner Brothers. Okay, cool. They, so, was Warner Brothers as a, where it was one of the production companies and the distributor. Okay, so that explains why they were able to use Mechagodzilla. Because when they when they revealed their version of Mechagodzilla, I was like, "What the fuck?" 
when did they get the oh, rights yeah. for Mechagodzilla? And then, like, and How'd then, you know, how did they get the rights to a lot of the shit that's in that movie? I know <laughs> they must have like they had to do a lot of work for that movie, but just like when Mechagodzilla like popped up, like it kind of it occurred to me then, like, wait a second, is this like? Are they are they trying to tell us something? Like if they got the rights to Mechagodzilla, then that means like, oh shit, Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Could be a thing. And oh hey, what do you know? It was. It was. Uh, also, there is gonna be a sequel to Ready Player One as of December twenty second, twenty twenty. They announced there there is a sequel in the early stages of development. Ooh. Also, there is another se- there is another something else coming into the monster universe. Oh, there is. It's called uh, as of January 2021, an anime-styled animated series set in the monster universe titled Skull Island was announced to be in development. The series will center around the adventures, uh, the adventures of a shipwrecked characters trying to escape the island, which is home to a bunch of monsters, pre- uh, prehistoric monsters. Natural. And it's done by Netflix. Okay. Powerhouse Animation Studios, which is the guys who did, um, what was it? Uh, Blood of Zeus, Castlevania, all that fun stuff. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're also doing um, He-Man. Anyway, so they're making a series that is taking place in the world of the monster Monsterverse. But it's animation. Okay. So that okay. comes out. So that'll probably be out sometime. That'll probably be out at the end of the year or next year on Netflix. Okay. That's my guess. Right. That's how they usually work. So well, the world so the world is still being built, at least with that anyway. Okay. Um, I mean, I have nothing against them like building like contributing more to this to this world through King Kong. I have nothing against that because, Hey, I mean, if they do stuff like that, that, that just means like, okay, so there's more to come. Right. Yeah. We may, I mean, you never know. I I already like next month, uh, and, or rather this month in month of April, uh, uh, Godzilla singular point is coming out. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. I feel the same way. I'm just like, uh, uh, like uh, I saw the designs for these monsters, and like you know, Godzilla looks all right. He looks too much like a T Rex for my taste, but you know, how is it that? How is it that Toho Scope is fucking up their own animated movies? Because these are, you know, Godzilla Earth was a bit of a letdown. Drag them. Uh, Damn. <laughs> Godzilla Earth was such a letdown. To me, like, like, okay, the first, I can't really give much hate for the first one because the first one was, um, uh, to me, the first movie got a get, they got a free pass because you know there really wasn't any expectations for this movie 
So everything they made, there wasn't really any mistakes. It was just like, okay, so this is like some decent world building. It's kind of, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of depressing considering that like, you know, humanity was forced to flee Earth and now they came back like 20,000 years later and Earth is so different and there's all these like, you know, creatures. So that got a free pass in my book. But then the second movie, you know, we had a little bit more expectations because for starters, they said they were going to give us Mechagodzilla. And what did we get? We got, I don't know. I didn't Mecha watch Godzilla them. city. Oh yeah. A fucking city. It wasn't, it wasn't Mechagodzilla. It was a city, a city that while it was able to build traps that Lord Godzilla in and trapped him and, you know, fucking rail guns that, you know, did something, right? It really didn't do shit. Like, it was just a city made from the material that was used to make Mechagodzilla. Yeah. And then the third one, oh my god, don't get me started on the third one. And didn't Godzilla kill Mothra years prior? She was, like, mentioned. Yeah, and the third one, well, in the second and third one, Mothra is mentioned more or less. And well, she's technically there. She's dormant. She's in her egg. Right? And she doesn't even hatch. Like, in the third one, like, the like, the tribe of humans that worship her, they kind of wake her up, and her consciousness goes out, and I guess it it saves like it saves the main character from one of the exif who is summoning uh, King Ghidorah. And mm. that was just such a, that was a letdown right there. Cause King Ghidorah was just a bunch of noodly heads that came out of black holes. Like to me, that was like, that was just, I was just not living for that. Well, Godzilla's singular point, you're going to have to be waiting on that for quite some time. Oh, did they push it back? No. It, st- it starts on April 1st, but they're doing bi-week. It's a weekly release on Netflix. <sighs> and it's only in Japan at the moment, so they're probably not going to release it to the States until much later as a whole and with an English dub, most likely. So it's going to be oh, a hot minute. Because in Japan, they release the anime on Netflix like every week. But in the States, they don't do that for some reason. So I'm sure they're going to release at some point, either by the end of the year or early next year with an English dub, and they're just going to release it in one big shot. Here you go. I mean, I don't mind subs. I really don't. No, no. I mean, I'm probably not going to watch this show anyway, but no, they like to release the English dub with their anime, which I get because most people would want a dub like ASAP. They're not like Funimation that um, releases this or Funimation or Crunchyroll releases the sub and then like months later they start releasing the dub. Now they yeah. want to do it all in one big one go. Here's a bunch of languages. Here's Chinese, Japanese, English, Italian, Spanish, whatever. Here's like five languages. Have fun. Go nuts. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I just, faith. I I've come to appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I've come to appreciate. Um, 
the original Japanese sub, the original Japanese dub, English sub, because when I went through and rewatched the entire Showa series, I was pleasantly surprised because on HBO Max they're only in Japanese with English yeah. subtitles, and um, there was a lot of questions I had uh, because, like, in the English in the English dub. The way they translate it, they, uh, I didn't know this, but they cut out a lot of information that was talked about in the in the Japanese dub. Mm-hmm. So when I watched them all on HBO, like, and I was reading the subtitles, I was like, "Wait a second these are the qu- these are the answers." So that's what happened. Because like one of the biggest questions I had was what happened to the second Mothra larva. Because in Godzilla, in the original Godzilla versus Mothra, Mothra had an egg. It hatched and out popped two uh, two larvae, right? Yeah. But in the next Godzilla film, where we see where we see Mothra again, and she's still, you know, it's one of her larvae, and but it's just one of them. And in the English dub, it never, you know, with the translation, it never mentions what happened to the other Mothra. Right to the other larva, but in the Japanese dub, like they they actually asked, so what what happened to the other Mothra, like the other one? And uh, the fairy said, "Oh, it died. Oh no, it died." Like, and I'm just like, "It died." Like, I've been asking this question for like like twenty years. 20 years people what happened to the second larva and this whole time the answer was in the in the japanese dub and i watched all the other movies and oh like oh my other all my other questions are answered now so yes the issue was in the english translation it was lost in translation dubbed anime for life <coughs> well that's because you can't read don't get a twist. I can fucking read dipshit. <laughs> you fucking bitch. I can fucking read. I just choose not to. And yeah. sometimes the dub and sometimes dubbed is better than subbed. Yeah. For some anime, if I don't really care for the anime, I don't want to really, I don't really want to like commit to reading all the subtitles. So that's why I would prefer like just to just relax and listen, listen to the English dubs. And Funimation is like the best, like, they do like the best dubs in the country. Yeah. Well, Country Roll has a few. There's a, there's one I've been watching called, um, it's a supernatural one. They, Country Roll's been doing the dub and the dub's actually really good. Anyway, back on Godzilla. Godzilla anime sucks. Cool. Great. We established that. Choho, get your shit together. If you want to be able to do Godzilla movies after this point or something to do with anime, please do better. Be better. Be better. Be better, please. Like, we want more. If you're going to take it back from Legendary. Do better. Like when Legendary you got big took shoes song, to fill. Legendary was the one who had big shoes to fill, but now, <laughs> and now it's the other way around. Legendary has has pulled an Uno reverse. What's good? Yeah, you could have had big. You could have had big shoes. 
But nah, you canceled probably one of your best Godzillas, Shin Godzilla. But you know, whatever. You I'm know, not mad about a possibility. it. There's still a possibility that they can go with Shin Godzilla again. They're not going to bring back Shin Godzilla. Please. That, that ended. That fucking ended. Now I think they. I don't think they'd want what's his face to go all out like the, like he originally planned. Should I mean honestly, it would be I mean, so much better. Fuck! Don't bring in just Godzilla. Bring in Monster and the other monsters in this type in this weird fucked up world of yeah, the, Shin. You know, I love Godzilla, but I think the worst Godzilla films are the ones where it's just Godzilla rampaging because I think those are the most just the worst because they're so boring i want to see shin mothra or shin rodan or shin Ghidorah. Ooh. Ooh. what they would have been like kind of abominate lovecraftian abominations those would have been Ooh. oh god but um okay like, so yeah pacing not enough not enough human now it's a reverse of the original problem um, the fight, the CGI, and the fight sequences are fantastic as always. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Mega Godzilla, cool. Still think Kong would win the long haul, but you know that's just me. Whatever. As much of a Godzilla, as much as I want Godzilla to win, I don't think he would in the long haul. But, you know, we can fight about later. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm stating facts. I'm spilling the tea. Um, is there any other issues with this movie? It's the shortest legendary Godzilla monsterverse film that needs to stop. Don't make it shorter, make it longer. You know, be cool. I want to see over two hours. What legendary should hire Zack Snyder to direct the next film? I don't know about, I don't know about all that. They need to hire. One of those really good directors, like I, I would even settle for James Cameron for crying out because loud. Because honestly, Zack Snyder, the rate things are going, he's not going to want to work with WB. <laughs> yeah, because they're not because they're not going to want to do the Snyderverse. Fun fact: unless HBO decides to tell Warner Brothers to go fuck itself, because Warner because HBO Max doesn't have to answer to Warner Brothers. They they. HBO Max answers to AT&T Time Warner as a whole because they're Warner Brothers and um, HBO Max are two different entities. Yeah. So Warner Brothers doesn't dictate what happens on HBO Max. So unless HBO Max tells Warner Brothers to go piss off and make the show, but then again, Warner Brothers owns the rights to DC or AT&T. I don't know how that would work because maybe they would have to get the rights from Warner Brothers since they're the ones making the movies. Either way, it's not looking good for the Snyder Cut. And there's uh, and I wouldn't be surprising if... <laughs> I would not be surprised if Snack Snyder was like, okay, you know what? Peace out, bitch. And then, you know who's going to come knocking out the door for Zack Snyder? Huh. Marvel. I, I bet be I bet you money. I give it a year, two years. And we're going to hear rumors that Marvel is in talks with Zack Snyder to do a Marvel movie. I don't know on what super... I, I would say give Zack Snyder the horror side of Marvel, like Blade or The Punisher, if he decides to get his own movie. Or like a Swamp Thing. No, Man Thing. Man Thing's Marvel. Man Thing or Swamp Thing? Shit. 
Which one? They're both they're both Swamp Man. I think it's Man Thing. That's Marvel. Marvel Zombies. Marvel Zombies, yes. Yeah, it's Man Thing. Give him Man Thing. Give him a darker story. Because I don't think Zack Snyder would do well in like the MCU as a whole. I would say give him like something a little darker to play around with when they start doing radar movies. Unfortunately, like I, I think like Zack Snyder working with Marvel is going to work out just as well as when Josh Wheaton worked with DC. I don't know about that. Cause Josh Wheaton didn't fit DC to begin with. I think Zack Snyder could, I think Zack Snyder could, I really do think Zack Snyder could, you just because there's a lot of darker stories and stuff with Marvel that they haven't done yet. That I think they could do. So I think honestly, I think he, I think he were, I think he would work just fine. Because Josh Sweden, Warner Brothers brought him in because they thought, oh my god, he made two Avengers movies. <laughs> Ignoring the fact that Age of Ultron was kind of a mess all on its own. But yeah, that was like the only Avengers film he filmed. Did he? He did the first one too. Uh, okay. Josh Sweden did the first two. Oh, okay. First one was fine. The Age of Ultron was okay, and I'm just like, I, st- mm. I still think they made a, he made a mistake when he killed off uh, Quicksilver. Yeah, that was yeah. When they when they killed him off, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, because Quicksilver was, you know, he, he was a big part of Wanda's story. At least for a mo- for like the most part, and like well, I mean, his de- if his death didn't happen, we wouldn't have gotten WandaVision. So I mean, I think no. Marvel's gonna, I think Marvel's going to bring him back at some fucking point. <laughs> at some point in time, yeah. Because doesn't Aaron Taylor Johnson's contract like isn't he still under contract for like another movie or something? I th- he was once upon a time. I am assuming he probably is. That's my guess. Granted, that rumor was going around since Infinity War. So I'm sure he probably is, or I'm sure if not, Marvel could easily get him to come back if they ever do decide to bring back Quicksilver, which I, I'm still pretty sure they will at some point. Either as a cameo or something. Or something. Who, knows? Maybe, or who knows maybe he'll come back in multiverse of madness but like you know in an alternate reality yeah I'm still upset Sam Raimi isn't doing that movie who is doing that movie I think it's the original director Doctor Strange multiverse of madness because I know it was Bruce what Bruce Campbell is in the movie. Is he? Bruce Campbell may have confirmed his involvement in Doctor Strange. What? How? Why? Huh? That's weird. That's a weird choice. Actually, no, Sam Raimi. I guess Sam Raimi is directing it. I thought it was the original director. Hmm. Uh, It was directed by Scott. I think who did the original Doctor Strange film? Let me see. Let me double check on these facts. Yeah, he did the original one. Uh, had plans for a sequel. He signed on to return as director. And the films have blah, blah, blah. Uh, he hired a writer. Blah, blah, blah. 
Um, for the next month, they joined the project, and Rami took over as director in, by April 2020. I guess Sam Rami is directing the Multiverse of Madness then. What? Oh, shit. Sam Raimi, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, this is the same guy who directed the original Evil Dead. Uh-oh. Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Sp- the Spider-Man saga, the trilogy. Um, he also did... He's known for his horror stuff because he produced The Grudge, the remake of Evil Dead, The Boogeyman, The Grudge, back from the early, the first two grudges, 30 Days a Night. He's a big name in the horror genre, but mostly as a producer, not a director. Except for, of course, The Evil Dead 1, 2, and then Army of Darkness. So, my gosh, I guess, and dra- of course, Drag Me to Hell. So, I guess Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness will be a horror film. That's what they've been saying, anyway. Marvel's taken a horror film, I should say. But, anyway, if they could have Sam Raimi on a Marvel movie, I can't see that. I can't see why not bring Zack Snyder. Because I guarantee you, if Zack Snyder leaves, Disney is going to pull a Warner Brothers when it came to, um, um, oh my God, what's his name? Director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh my God, who's the director? James. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Uh, Suicide Squad. Who is the director? Uh, James Gunn. Ooh. Disney's going to pull a James. Pull Warner Brothers when Warner Brothers got James Gunn after that hot minute that people thought um, that James Gunn wasn't going to be in a Mar- be the director for a Mar- for the Guardians anymore. That's when Warner Brothers came in and got in the Suicide Squad. I think Disney's going to pull Warner Brothers, and if they lose Zack Snyder, Disney's going to come and be like, "Hey, <laughs> we'll give you a shit ton of money if you like, you know, direct the Marvel movie." <laughs> because <laughs> Warner Brothers did that the James Gunn and now James Gunn's playing in both pots Marvel and DC so if they lose Zack Snyder I guarantee you there are going to be rumors of Marvel knocking on the door of Zack Snyder now Zack Snyder takes it that's a whole other conversation but I guarantee there are going to be rumors about it because I bet you right now Marvel's eyeing eyeing the situation be like let's wait see what happens and take a, and take a move because, you know, they, Warner Brothers and Disney are always at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. The only difference is you don't see Disney and Disney, their fucking hands like elbow deep in their pot, in Marvel's pot all the time. Like one, Unlike Warner Brothers. And it seems that Warner Brothers is having their hands in the pot of Legendary and other issues of Toho and shit. So it's like, come on, people. Come on, Warner Brothers. You're going to let Marvel, it. you're going to let Disney win? <laughs> so, yeah. What would you rate Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, I'm stuck between either a 7 out of 10 or an 8 out of 10. I want to definitely. I want to say eight out of ten because I did enjoy this movie. 
it was really good and it was satisfying in so many ways, but at the same time, there's just so much shit in it that I really wish they had included or left out. And so, and also the fact that it was, it was really short. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not the kind of movie that you go, you know, half-assed on in the time. Yeah. They should have done, you know, they should have done more and, you know, they, I want more. So hopefully if they ever do make another, if they ever do make another movie, it's going to, I just hope they put more shit in it. So yeah, eight out of 10. I will give it an eight as well. It was a fun movie, but like, bruh, bruh, I want more. You need to get the humans right. God damn it. <laughs> get the human time frame right. Honestly, I think watching this movie right after King of Monsters were probably the best way to watch it. Because if you just watch this by itself and not watch the previous ones, because I told myself I was going to watch all the Godzilla, all the movies leading up to it. Did I? No. I was trying to, and I'm like, I can't do this. Fuck it. I watched the last half of King of Monsters, and then went straight into King Kong, or Godzilla versus <laughs> King Kong. And it helps. So if you're going to watch this movie, watch Godzilla King of Monsters before, and lead up, and kind of just go one after the other. And it kind of helps with the whole length. I just, uh, come on, give us some more. Want more? I literally was like, "Is Mothra in this movie? Is Rodan? Is the Behemoth? Is some of the other fucking monsters?" yeah, 8 out of 10. So that's unanimous, 8 out of 10. So thank you guys for listening to uh, us rant and rave about random shit and Godzilla versus Kong. Join us next week as we will... I don't know what movie we're doing next week. <laughs> we're going to do some movie next week. I don't know which one yet or what yet. Probably a horror yeah. movie. Probably a horror movie. Probably. We haven't done a horror movie in like forever. So... Probably a horror movie. Maybe Train of uh, Busan. Maybe. I don't know yet. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. So until then, see y'all next week. Peace out. You're not even going to say bye. <laughs> bye.